Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR. Uh, sorry about all the technical difficulties. Uh, uh, we have a short in something in our studio, so we can't go out on TV today. This is actually a very weird experience, guys. Yeah, no idea what uh, happened this morning, but those that were tuned into Eastern Panhandle Talk this morning during the show uh, were aware of the situation that just about an hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes in, for some reason, um, the audio going towards the TV sign just completely cut out because something uh, shorted or got disconnected. I've been trying to hunt through the thousands of wires that we have here at the station to... Uh, thousands? No success, unfortunately. So we are only on radio and our online radio stream, but not on TV 10 or our Facebook stream. Yes, apologies mm-hmm. to everybody looking for the show on Facebook or on TV 10. It is not there. Hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow on TV 10. But I want to thank everybody listening on 106.5 FM, AM 740, and on talkradiowrnr.com. I mean, there are some positives. I could do whatever I wanted and nobody would know. Sam, I, I could, could be shirtless right now and nobody would know. <laughs> I could tackle Colin and just... They'd know because Well, yeah, they, they would know it. then, but... You <laughs> know. I mean, for all anybody knows, Colin could be wearing a sweatshirt and a hat. Yeah, nobody would know. All right, I don't well, think he's wearing anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix, uh, radio edition, uh, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields & Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. <laughs> Just making sure I did take us off TV. Well, we wouldn't be on TV if we were on TV. Well, we would be. There's just nobody would be able to hear us. No, that'd be just be a black, black screen. Because, yeah, VMix isn't even on. Oh, well, then, All right, yeah. whatever. Let's okay. talk some sports here. That's why we're here today. Uh, at 12.15, 12.20-ish, we'll be joined by head coach for the Spring Mills Cardinals boys basketball team, Luke Samples. They started the season last night with a 60-59 to overtime victory, and we'll be out there on Saturday as they host Greenbrier East. And then at 12.30, we'll be joined by Derek Basil, head coach for the Muscleman Appleman boys basketball team. They host Greenbrier East on Friday night to start the season. Uh, that's really our guest rundown today as we start to go to the boys' side of the EPAC. Tomorrow, we'll try to get uh, Hedgesville head coach uh, Kelly Church and Martinsburg head coach uh, Dave Rogers. And then on Monday, we'll get to the Jefferson County portion as we'll be out there next week for uh Washington's game at against Broadford and Christian Academy. Uh, we'll get that on Monday, but uh, start talking about it, guys. So we'll start with the girls' side as St. Maria Goretti came to Musselman last night, and Musselman got their first win of the season on the girls' side, 47-35. And we talked to head coach A.D. Elliott, and he saw some good things in those two games on uh, Friday and Saturday last week. Unfortunately, they weren't able to get any victories, but uh, they get they get one last night, Colin. Yeah, happy Colin for sitting there on his phone. The I, I was trying apparently. to find uh, if there was an article or anything, any way that I could find some stats on uh, this game, but right now, unable to find anything for the Musselman Garetti game. But as you already mentioned, getting a win, it's a 
nice one to have because it's one the first so that gets the monkey off your back about having to worry about getting that first win and it's also against a out-of-state private school so uh that obviously shows the talent of this team hopefully and we can see continued success for the appleman yeah i think if musman's going to have success this year it's gonna be relying on its defense uh last year you know that was kind of something that always musman brought was that tough you know defense gritty style so i would expect that again out of the appleman this year and holding a team to 35 points uh shows that and from what we heard about what they did against morgantown i believe it was was that they held them to 27 and a half which is pretty good uh considering how talented morgantown usually is in girls basketball so I think Musselman, if they're going to win games and be successful, especially come EPAC play, they have the ability to you know play that tough defense and slow some offenses down, take away your best player, uh, and they could potentially be kind of a team that flies under the radar all season long, but continues to just you know be a tough game, win or lose. Uh, so in, in that perspective, it's always good to get that first win. And you're seeing some consistency from the defensive side from Musselman. Just need to really pick up that offense. But 47 points isn't too bad. Uh, you'd like to be probably in the 50s and 60s. But um, you know, you're right. You're, you're getting closer if you're Musselman. And uh, to get that first win of the year early in the season, it gives you a chance to really build on it and have some success. Yeah, I mean, I think that's big for them to get this win early on in the season. And, uh, you know, they'll can they'll take that win, a 12-point victory. It's a pretty solid victory. I think any victory over 10 points, I'd say, is a pretty solid victory. Um, and, you know, you see what you did in that game, and then you take it going forward. Yep. And uh, girls, other girls' action last night as Hedgesville was at Kaiser. Unfortunately, the Lady Eagles fell 54-32. to Still trying to get things together under first-year head coach Matt Faircloth. Yeah, I think it's going to be a process, uh, just like it was for the football team under Coach Faircloth. Uh, you know, Hedgesville loses its main offense last year. Um, so you lose two or three seniors, I believe, that really contributed to them. So um, it's a very young team. It's an inexperienced team. And, you know, not having Kelly Hours, not having low max down low uh those two were kind of the main offensive players for um the eagles last year so they're trying to still figure that out and when you have a young team and a new head coach it's going to take a little bit for things to click offensively um and then you know when you're not clicking offensively it can be tough to keep pace but uh if we know anything about coach faircloth he's going to challenge his team in the non-conference um and he's going to you know get them better slowly but surely so maybe not this year we're going to see a ton of success from hedgesville but i think next year and the year after that they'll continue to make progress just like we've seen on the football side of things so uh it it might be a tough year for the eagles but they'll get better as the year goes on and then come next year you, you could see a more competitive uh girls basketball team yeah and just to go off your point of having a tough non-conference schedule kaiser's a pretty solid basketball program in the state when it comes to girls basketball i know from growing up they were a pretty solid double a school not sure if they're still technically double a if they moved up to triple a in basketball with the realignment a few years ago but going on the road against a team 
that historically has had success in the state just proves that point that you just made, Nick. And it's only a few games in. Hedgesville still needs to really find its identity before we see uh, true success and growth on the court from their team, I feel like, under Coach Faircloth. Yeah, I think that's going to be what it is, is they've got to find their identity. And uh, obviously, it's, it's 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 a process. Nick, Nick brought it up right away that it'll be a process for them. And I think that it's... It's hard when you kind of just have a whole new, not not necessarily a new program necessarily, but when you have a new coach, new philosophy, things kind of change. And, uh, you know, maybe by the time they get to January, they'll have some more things figured out. We'll see them twice in the first couple of weeks of January. as They'll be at Musselman on the 5th of January and then at Martinsburg on the 12th of January. So, you know, hopefully we're talking about a couple wins by then and getting a win in one of those games. Because I think that, you know, you see a team – that you know had good pieces last year but they just graduated so it's going to be kind of trying to build it back up there and uh you know we'll kind of tease this here as we get ready to go to break but uh spring mills had boys had their first game last night of the season they played millbrook out of virginia and it was a uh overtime game Went yeah. to overtime, and it was a thrilling victory. Keyshawn Cheek led the way. The now sophomore who started all as a freshman uh, is poised for a really a breakout year, or second breakout year. I don't even know what you would say. To follow up a solid freshman campaign. Yeah, I mean, he could be a player of the year type nominee in the EPAC, I think, uh, this season for Spring Mills. Uh, they had a lot of guys that played well last night. Caleb Thomas, to me, had an incredible stat line, 13 points, 14 rebounds, 7 blocks, 3 assists. I mean, that's a, that's crazy. <laughs> that's an insane game. So he has a chance to be, you know, a great player for Spring Mills and last year uh when we coached to co- talk to coach Samples, he already was putting Thomas as the best defender in the state or among the best defenders in the state. So I'm excited to talk to coach. I know he was kind of disappointed with how they played last night, but still found a way to get the win based on what I was able to read in the journal. So uh, interesting to get his perspective and uh, just talk about this team because the entire, you know, starters and main role players for them return as uh, everybody was underclassmen last year. They had no seniors on the roster last year. So, uh, you know it's a very it's a team that's trying to build off last season's success even though they didn't make it as far as they wanted to but uh, had a very positive year and I think they have a great chance to do some good things Millbrook's a solid team Uh, they return a few of their key guys from last year as well so you knew it was going to be a tough game they probably didn't didn't want to go to overtime with Millbrook necessarily but for game one I think it's a good start for Spring Mills yeah, I would agree with that, and we'll get uh, Coach Sample's comments after this two-minute break. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Spring Mills head boys basketball coach Luke Samples. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by providing a wide range of services, including immunizations, blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Rise and shine. You're gonna be late for work. Good morning, sleepyhead. Have a good one. Rock's new bagel croissant and chicken waffle breakfast sandwiches are made fresh every morning. Rock's local market. What came first, the chicken or the egg? No matter what you think, you can have it either way. Rock's new bagel croissant and chicken waffle breakfast sandwiches are made fresh every morning. Rock's local market. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and, uh, well, on Talk Radio WRNR only today. Sorry about the TV issues, everybody. We'll hopefully get those fixed by tomorrow. Now we're joined on the phone by head coach for the Spring Mills boys basketball team, Coach Luke Samples. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're excited to uh, get back into some hoops action. We'll be out there on Saturday for your game against Greenbrier East. But you guys played last night, first game of the year, and you got a thrilling overtime victory last night, uh, fifty or sixty to fifty nine. Yeah, um, you know we have a lot of work to do, but uh, hey, a win's a win, and. Uh, you know, it's always good to win win the ugly ones and win the close ones, and uh, I'm proud of our guys for pulling it out. Coach, uh, you know, everybody returns from last year's team, so the expectations are pretty high, I would imagine, for you guys this year. Um, what's it like to have that core all returning and, and knowing that you can build on last season's success? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a unique experience as a high school coach, you know, to bring every single player back on your roster. Um, it's, you know, we're fortunate for that. Um, again, man, we've had, we've had a good off season. Um, we've had, we had a good spring, good summer, good fall. And, uh, you know, we've had a good preseason and, uh, we're just, you know, trying to get better every day. And I think it's important that, uh, you know, that our expectations, you know, try, try to win the next game, try to get better every day. And, uh, you know, we still, you know, 
you know, preseason poll came out. You know, we're we're 13th in uh, Quad A. We have a lot of teams in the in our conference ahead of us. Uh, we have a lot of teams on our schedule ahead. Of us. Still trying to prove stuff. I mean, we're trying. We're, we're still trying to prove that we belong. Um, and uh, I think that's, that's I think that's a good thing to stay focused. Um, we've done nothing, and uh, we're just trying to prove ourselves every day. Coaches, Colin, congrats on the win yesterday, 60-59 to 59 in overtime like we already mentioned. Obviously, want to win a little bit more comfortably, especially at home, first game of the season. But through that adversity going into overtime, still being able to get the win in a hard-fought game against Millbrook, looking back on it now after a few hours from the game yesterday, how much do you think this will benefit your team in the long run getting early adversity? Well, yeah, I mean, we shot three for 26 from three. We shot 11 for 23 from the line. Um, I don't think we could have played any worse. I really don't. Um, you know, after reviewing the film and stuff, we just weren't ourselves. We watched the game. We really didn't play the game. And, uh, you know, to be able to beat it, I mean, that was their fourth game of the year. Um, they beat Loudon Valley on Monday night. Loudon Valley is always pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to play a team into their fourth game, I mean, they played, they played six seniors. We have – three sophomores, three seniors, and a freshman that we play. Um, and just to play our worst game that we probably ever could have played um, and somehow, some way win. Uh, like I said, in my 15 years, I, you know, coaching, I, I've, never, I've never had a team play, you know, so poorly, I guess, because I think our guys are pretty good, uh, so poorly and find a way to win. And we won on a defensive stop. So it was really, really good. Uh, to find a way to win, and we made plays at the end of the game. Um, over uh, fourth fourth quarter in overtime, we were good. Uh, first three quarters, I you know I was I didn't know what I was watching out there, but uh, yeah, fourth quarter in overtime, we were pretty good, pretty solid. And again, shooting that shooting that poorly, um, and there were good shots. We that we just couldn't we just couldn't find the basket. And being able to win that game now, I think that's I think that's going to help us in the long run because I mean. You know, in the EPAC, you're going to have games like that probably night in and night out. And you have to find a way to win ugly. And we found a way to win ugly. And, Coach, you know, so seeing some things this past summer on social media, it seems like your team uh, took advantage of a lot of opportunities that were out there for you in team camps throughout the area. Yeah, I mean, we, we try to stay together as much as possible. Um, I think we have a really, really, really good thing going here at Spring Mills as far as sharing athletes. Um, Coach Sims and myself um, – we're, we're, we really the football coach. We really work well together. We try to we try to schedule it. So uh, you know our guys are always with us. We went to three team camps. We went to WVU team camp. We went to West Liberty team camp. We went to Juniata team camp. We played in two fall leagues. Um, and you know our, our strength and conditioning program. We're always trying to give kids an opportunity to get better um, somehow, some way. Even if it's not you know my staff coach, and if it's someone else that has to coach because of West Virginia rules, whatever. Um, we're always trying to give our kids an opportunity to get better. And uh, that, that, you can play other sports. You can play one sport. Whatever you want to do, whatever your choice is, basketball, is good. our program is going to give you an opportunity to improve yourself as, as a person um, and as a player. And I think, I think it's big to, you know, we have a family atmosphere here, and I think that also, you know, helped us win last night. Um, we're all about mindset. What's your mindset? And the whole game, you know, our guys thought they thought we were going to win. You know, me, not so much. I got to change my mindset a little bit. But their mindset, like again, fourth quarter overtime, when they came over the bench, it was mindset, man, mindset. 
What's your mindset? We got this, coach. We got this, coach. And I think that's that's what those team camps and that's what the folly and the room sessions. I think that's what they do. They build they build a culture and a sense of family when you're traveling all over the place year round together. I mean, it's it, it's a good thing. It, it's what high school sports is all about. Coach, obviously, uh, Keyshawn Cheek. He's your leader. He get he uh, makes you guys go, and he gets a lot of the headlines. But when you look at last night in particular, but we see the potential all the time. I think Caleb Thomas being a 6'5 sophomore, putting up 13 points, 14 rebounds, 7 blocks, and 3 assists. The potential for him is so high. Uh, what have you seen from Caleb's development, and how excited are you about his future? It's funny because uh, Caleb Caleb doesn't feel like he played well last night. And uh, honestly, I mean, he the, the stats were great. Um, that's, that's not even half of what Caleb Thomas can bring. Um, He's his ceiling is endless. Um, he's a special, special kid. Um, he does everything. We just want him to shoot the ball a little more. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't take bad shots. He's a total team player. And uh, yeah, he, he again, like I, when I say his ceiling is endless, he can he can play at the next level. He can play at the level after that. Um, he has just intangibles that you just can't teach. Um, he's a great great student. Um, never misses anything. Um, and he just—he's always locked in. He put on—he put on 30 pounds this off season. Um, he went from uh, one uh, 160 to like 190 uh, in, in one off season because of the weight room dedication. Um, and again, like I said, if you're a 4.5 student, all A's in all honors classes. I mean that, that helps that helps you a lot. Um, and just just you know our our team in general, um, we're we're trying to play you know we're trying to play uh together more we're trying to you know involve everyone a little bit more and i think that's the difference between this year and last year coach this saturday you guys uh get to host Greenbrier east a top 10 matchup in the state what have you seen from them early on i mean honestly baby they remind me a lot about a lot of millbrook um they have they play they play a lot of guards um they run a similar offense as millbrook um Again, they 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 play man to man defense, but I they I don't think they will against us. It's just um, a lot of teams are going to play as zone, and, and you know uh, we got to we got to figure out a way to beat that. Um, but yeah, they they're guard oriented. Um, they bring a lot back like we do. Um, they have a couple big kids, um, and they're very well coached. I mean that's why we got them on the schedule. Uh, you know they were one shot away from going to the state tournament last year against George Washington, and uh, we play them at home and home this year um, just because we want to test ourselves. And you know our guys. Our guys, they see the. I mentioned it earlier. They see the. They see the rankings, and all their preseason rankings are what they are, and you know rankings are what they are. In basketball, you got to you know get through your section of region, but those matter to kids. And when they see them at number six and us at thirteen, um, they have something to prove. I mean, they 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 want to go in. They want to beat them. I mean, they want to take their number. So um, it should be a great matchup. Uh, again, like I said, they're they're well coached. They bring everyone back. They had the best soccer player in the state. And Adam seems, and he is super athletic. He's super fast, and he tries really, really hard. Um, so again, it should be it should be fun Saturday. Again, I think it's going to be a very similar matchup as Millbrook. Um, they're fast and they're physical. All right, Coach Samples. Thanks for the time, and we'll see you on Saturday. Hey, thank you so much. I'll see you guys then. All right, Coach Luke Samples, head coach for the Spring Mills boys basketball team, was our guest. We'll step aside for our next break. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. 
Not just Appliance Store any longer. Captains and Designer Bedding Outdoor Living. It is family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You go to Orsinis.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll head down to South Berkeley. We'll talk with head coach for the Musselman Appleman, Derek Basil. After this two-minute break, you're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. These days, most dealers are charging over MSRP on new vehicles, but not at CMA's Chevy Toyota of Martinsburg. In fact, we also give you a lifetime powertrain warranty on all new and most used vehicles that we sell. We have a huge selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs, so we have a vehicle on our lot for every budget. Stop by today for your lifetime warranty and no MSRP markups, or visit us online at CMA's Toyota of Martinsburg.com and CMA's Chevrolet of Martinsburg.com. CMA's Chevy Toyota, where owners just care more. The American College of Emergency Physicians recently announced that WVU Medicine Berkeley Medical Center's Emergency Department has once again achieved the Bronze Standard Level 3 Geriatric Emergency Department accreditation. This program recognizes emergency departments that provide excellent care for older adults and have geriatric appropriate equipment and supplies available. Berkeley Medical Center's Emergency Department is one of two geriatric accredited emergency departments in West Virginia. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. This is Joe Ferretti to announce the formation of a new personal injury law firm, Mansion Ferretti. You know me as a local lawyer handling personal injury and motor vehicle accident claims for almost 30 years. I have joined up with three experienced attorneys to form this new firm. At Mansion Ferretti, you will get the same effective and personal relationship you have come to expect from me for the past three decades. I am still at 408 West King Street and can be reached at 304-264-8505. Now with more lawyers and resources at Mansion Ferretti, it's about seeking justice for you. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Hadn't had a good time. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Rated WRNR again on TV 10. Unfortunately, down for our a system that sends the audio over there. So we're only going to be on Talk Rated WRNR, Talk Rated WRNR today. Sorry. Again, apologies for that. But now we're joined by head coach for the Musselman Appleman Boys Basketball Team, head coach Derek Basil. How are you doing today, coach? Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, and you guys get the season started tomorrow as you face Greenbrier East, and a little different than last year, not having your tournament, but instead you're bringing a very talented Greenbrier East team in. Yeah, I think they were going to be a part of our tournament. We just we uh, we just had a really hard time finding that fourth team, so Greenbrier East uh, agreed to still come, and uh, we're going to return the game next year. So it's a, it's a tough uh, opening night for us. We're looking forward to it, and Greenbrier East has a very nice team. Uh, Coach, it's a new look team for you as you lose, you know, quite a few seniors from last year's squad. Um, so, who has really stepped up for you in the off season? 
Well, we have a few guys. Uh, we have we're really a junior heavy team, but we have some. We have a couple seniors. Uh, uh, Jason Gordon's returning. He he was a part time starter last year. He started about half the year, and his uh, twin brother Jacob. Um, and then we have Kyle Jarrett. He's he's a senior, and then uh, Baden Hartman has come back out this year. He hasn't played in a couple years, but uh, he's a senior. And then uh, you know we're, we're relying on Matt Mahood, um, and Nate White, Logan uh, Logan Shelton, Austin Signs. Uh, a lot of our juniors that are re, uh, that are that were some of them were on our team last year, but you know kind of swung and played a little to JV as well. So uh, we're junior heavy, and um, you know so we lack. We're not a really a young team necessarily, but we do lack experience for sure. And the guy that we remember last year and Troy Wollaston uh, got injured during the football season, but what is his I guess time frame, or if he's already back for basketball potentially. Well, I think the time frame right now, and you, you never know. Um, you never know how therapy goes and, and how how well the injuries come along. But he's looking, you know, I think the target date's more early February. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully uh, everything goes well with Troy and, you know, his knee gets better and um, he can join us in February. And, Coach, looking at your schedule this year, uh, you're going to head down, looks like, to Hurricane for a little mixer down there uh, next weekend. And then, uh, you know, you're playing some out-of-state teams, but then bringing in some uh, in-state teams to uh, Musselman, including University coming down this year. Uh, and then you're doing a home-and-home with them. So what is it, what was the ske- your schedule like to put together? Well, our schedule is, you know, we, we like to play a challenging schedule. Um and you know it's 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 difficult with us up here in the, in the Panhandle. There's not a not as uh, you know many teams up here that are you know four A teams. Um, so we do travel a bunch throughout the state. We do that every year, and we do like to challenge ourselves outside the conference schedule. And uh, I feel like it's I think it's a great experience to go to you know down to the southern part of the state and play in some of their environments. Uh, I think it makes us better. I think it, it kind of hardens us for, for the end of the year when you get into those tournament games where they're going to be on the road. you got to win on the road. So uh, we like doing it. It's a challenging schedule. We've got a really good Elkins team coming in here, too. They're not 4A, but they're, they're a 3A school, and they're, they're, they're very highly touted as well. So, um, you know, we, we definitely got our hands full. Coach Greenbrier East, as we mentioned, take them on, on Saturday. Uh, what will be – I'm sorry, on Friday – uh, what would be some um, keys for you guys to get the win in that one? Well, I think our advantage over Greenbrier East is, is we're we're a bigger team than them. Uh, they're they're more guard oriented. They have three uh, really good guards, and then they have a couple of guys who are really solid role guys. So um, you know, on the offensive end, we, we you know we got to put the ball inside and and then let some of our big guys do their work inside and uh, try to get them in a little bit of foul trouble. Uh, I think that's where our advantage lies. Uh, and on the defense end, we got to be able to keep them in front of us because they're they're really good dribble drive guys. Coach, what would you what should we be most excited about for your team this year to potentially get back to Charleston? Well, I, I think we're uh, you know like 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 the years past. I think that we're 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 going to be a work in progress. I think especially at the beginning of the year, I you know I got to be careful talking to kids about not getting too high or too low. Um, we're definitely a work in progress. You know, we have we lost seven seniors last year, so we we're putting people on the floor that are that are brand new to this. That you know, we're on the team last year, but didn't play quality minutes. So I think I, I, what I'm hoping to see is improvement through the team throughout the year. And then by the end of the year, we're uh, you know we're competitive when tournament time comes around. 
And coach, what what this past off season? What were kind of the workouts like and things like that with a lot of multi sport athletes on your team? Well, you know, we do have some multi sport kids. We also have some guys that just play basketball, and I, you know, I do seek some comfort in, in the fact that our guys worked really hard. They they put in a lot of time. They uh, they played travel. They you know, we had a good camp at West Virginia. Um, you know, they played fall league. So we we still had a core group of kids that just play basketball and they, they put in a lot of work and, uh, and uh, you know, that's really, a, you know, a really a positive thing for us. And they played a lot of minutes in the off season. So I think that will help us, uh, especially as the year goes. And coach last year, the EPAC was extremely competitive, especially when you look at uh, your side of the section, but um, overall, you know, this year could probably be just as competitive not more competitive because jefferson loses a few guys and then washington you would expect to improve so um what's kind of your outlook on the epac this year well i think i think you said it it's it's very competitive and you know uh i think night in night out anybody can beat anybody in the epac uh, there's no gimmies uh and i think that i think quality kids um you know spring mills and hedgesville return a lot uh, us and, and Jefferson returns quite a few pieces as well. Us and Martinsburg, we we lost some pieces, so we're trying to to regroup and and you know put a good product on the floor. Uh, and and I'd like you said, I think Washington will be much improved. So I mean, I think that I think night in and night out, you have to be ready to play. And uh, I think it'll be a, another year for just competitive basketball in the Panhandle. All right, Coach Basile, thanks for the time, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Hey, thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. That was head coach for the Musselman Appleman boys basketball team, Derek Basil. We'll be out there tomorrow night as they take on Greenbrier East. Bring you guys back in here. And now we've talked. Yesterday we finished up talking to all the girls head coaches. Now we're starting the boys head coaches. So we've got two out of six done. We're a third of the way through. And I think we kind of are we're about where we were when we came into this. It seems like it's going to be a very competitive EPAC. And that Musselman is kind of just reloading. Interesting to see that Bade Hartman came out to play basketball again because I believe he played earlier in his high school career. Yeah, that would be tough, I think, with Baden Hartman because if you haven't played in a few years of you know, varsity basketball, uh, it's definitely tough to come in and make an immediate impact, but he's a really good athlete. Yeah, so, so he's yeah. a great athlete. A dual, you know, Been dual sports the last couple of years. Played on a high level on both. Yeah, but we did see that, you know, with Jacob Barrick. He had taken a few years off, and then he returned to the basketball court last year, and things just didn't work out for whatever reason there. Well, I think that was more of two. He decided he was going to school for football. and Potentially, but I'm just saying it, it's a similar situation, right? Yeah. And, and, and when you take a few years off, you know, it, it's hard to just step onto the court and be really good because you're going to miss out on some things that other guys have developed uh, with and, and you know you have to relearn the offense and everything like that, but there is talent there. He's a really good leader, so at the very least, you have a good guy in your locker room uh, that can you know help some young guys hopefully contribute, or he could come on and, and toward you know midseason really start to be a big impact player for you. I don't know. I don't. I never seen him play basketball, but you know we've seen him in baseball and football be really good. So. Uh, adding him to the team is definitely, I think, exciting. I think Musselman always has just, you know, tough kids that will play hard to the last minute. And with that perspective, I think that they will at least be competitive this year. Uh, but it's tough to replace seven seniors, especially 
on a team that was really good last year and, and made it far uh, all the way to the state playoffs. So we'll see what Musselman can do. Um, the Berkeley County side is definitely, you know, pretty wide open in that section. I, I would still – obviously, Hedgesville returns the most, so they got to be the favorites probably, but Spring Mills returns a lot as well. And then you have Martinsburg and Musselman kind of battling it out. I guess Musselman will be on the other section, right? They yeah, they do Jefferson. split three and three. So we'll see how that works out, but uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, an interesting section. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think Coach Basile put together as, as he did last year, and most presumably the years before us not being here to be able to say yes or no on that, but presuming he did the years before, he put together a pretty good schedule. I mean, obviously, it seems like they're tip-off mixer tournament uh kind of just fell apart with teams not able to make trips up here and things but holding greenbrier east game there and then uh you know going away next week to the hurric to hurricane for a mixer against hurricane st albans i think that helps you bring in elkins you bring in hampshire which is hampshire on that side are they no are they in they're triple a i always forget for basketball yeah i was was thinking wrong but uh, in basketball, it's Spring Mills, Martinsburg, and then Washington, yes, yes, Musselman, yes, Jefferson. Yes, yes, yes. I got confused because I was thinking toward regionals, Musselman beat Martinsburg to advance. Yes, because they states. flip. Yep, they and that's where I kind of got a little. Yeah. but when you look at the schedule yeah. overall, you you know you you're going to play Broad Ford and Christian Academy. They're the local team looking for games. You play Sharando out of Virginia. You're playing University. That's at Musselman. That should be a good contest down the line, and then. Uh, you know, you you do a home and home with the university because you're going to go back down there at the end of the season, which I think is good to do at the end of the season because that's going to help you going into, um, you know, going into sectionals and regionals and hopefully making it back to Charleston because university obviously always a good team in basketball and in a lot of sports. And then you finish the season at Preston the next day. I mean, you know, I don't know too much about Preston, but it seems like overall the schedule built here was, was a very good schedule once again. Yeah, it'll be fun to see tomorrow how this team fares. Because yeah. it's going to be a tough game. Good challenge in Greenbrier East to begin the year. Um, and we'll see. I mean, I think you look at Musselman last year, they were the one team that was competitive with Jefferson each and every time they played, even though they didn't knock them off. Uh, now you do lose a good core of that team, but Jefferson loses some of their key members as well. So if if you're looking at that side of the section – Musselman and Washington, it's very interesting to see because Washington returns a decent amount of talent from last year that was just very young and hadn't really had a lot of experience, and they should be better this year. Musselman's kind of a team where we don't really know what to expect. Uh, They had a pretty solid JV team, but how does that transfer to varsity? We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, But it it should be, I think, an interesting year. And uh, looking forward to the EPAC basketball, like we've said really all week. Um, you know, this year should be great. I think it's going to be even more competitive, like I said, than last year because Jefferson loses a little bit, so you expect them to be closer to everybody else. And then Washington, I think it's better, so kind of the two outliers come closer to the middle, and then it's just really, you know, you'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we will have to wait and see. But again, tomorrow our EPAC basketball coverage uh, tips off as we're down at Musselman as they face Greenbrier East. Then Saturday for boys at 1 p.m. 
Uh, Greenbrier East goes to Spring Mills, and then Spring Mills Girls gets the season underway after that for a doubleheader as they take on Bridgeport. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll uh, wrap today's edition of the Sports Mix up. We'll talk some WVU hoops, Wizards caps, and I guess this uh, Dan Snyder uh, stuff that just re- was released right before the show. But you're tuning into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a new or used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best spot to catch all your favorite teams. Join us Monday for Dollar Wings and Monday Night Football. Thursdays on the patio for the Cornhole Tourney. Friday Night Lights with Happy Hour Specials or Saturdays during or after the college games for Steak Night. Get a ribeye or New York Steak for just $26.95. Ollie's has great food and drink menus too along with 17 TVs to watch any game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR FM 106.5 FM, AM 740. Unfortunately, our audio, we don't have audio that'll run to the TV today, so uh, hopefully that diff- technical difficulty will be fixed by the show tomorrow. Uh, there's also a shot, uh, it might not be fixed, I don't know, it just depends on how quickly things go. Colin over there dancing, which unfortunately you can't see because we're not on TV today. You don't want to see it anyway, it's bad. Uh, segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304 263 Four three four three, or stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at three sixty Hack Wills. Or excuse me, at oh I at twelve seventy Winchester Avenue. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Collins over here distracting me. Sounds like a personal problem. Um, 
The mayor is Cooper, 1270 Winchester Avenue. Sorry about that, Phil. Three zero four two six three four three four three. Yes, I did you that know right. The reads. I got that right. I got the address wrong. Sorry about that. That's an important read. <laughs> it is an important it's read, but wrong. at least I read them. They are. At least I read them. Who who doesn't read them? When you ever you guys host the show, they I never. Colin and I had, I had it down. Read. We had a whole system. Last <laughs> we did. <time. laughs> All right, Colin did gone. the read, and all I right, WVU hoops. You heard the action here last night on Talk Radio WRNR. Uh, they cruise by the Navy midshipmen, eighty-five sixty-four, uh, led by nineteen points from Trey Mitchell. Ha- Mitchell had six rebounds and three assists. Uh, Eric Stevenson had thirteen points to go along with seven boards and five assists. 12 points from Joe Toussaint, 7 assists and 5 rebounds, um, as well as, where are we at here, 11 points from Kadrian Johnson and 7 assists from him as well, 6 boards from Jimmy Bell, Uh, he was a starter there, but overall kind of a dominating performance for the Mountaineers, Uh, they shot 55% from the field, 45.8% from beyond the arc, and 62.5% from the charity stripe had 38 rebounds to Navy's 23 boards, 22 assists to 14 assists. Um, and both teams turned the ball over nine times. But, Colin, what's your impressions of this game? The first half was absolutely insane how well both teams were shooting. WVU in the first half was almost shooting 60%, as you already mentioned, Spencer, finishing the game above 55% in field goals. And on the other side, it was Navy who was shooting over 50% in the first half, finished shooting 46.4%, which isn't bad, but what really hurt Navy is the fact that they were a three-point team and only made nine out of 23 three-pointers. So WVU got the win at home. I like the win. Navy in the first half was only 10 points back, and it could have been closer if they were making those threes. So... Good job, WVU. Now another tough test against UAB. Yeah, it's going to be a tough test on Saturday because UAB is a top, you know, top group of five or what is it? Is it group of five? What it's do they call mid-major? Mid-major. I wouldn't say they're top. I mean, they're they're good. They're top portion of the. I mid-majors. mean, they're averaging ninety points a game. I'd say that's pretty good. Opponents. They're, in they're seven and one. Play. They average ninety point one points per game. Let's look. They haven't played anybody. Alabama State sucks. Toledo sucks Toledo beat them yeah that's their only loss Presbyterian South Florida Georgia uh don't know who Rhodes is Jacksonville and then South Alabama so if they beat Georgia they can beat WVU yeah then there's a good chance there even though Georgia's kind of bad this year and they're usually kind of bad. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. All right, uh, that game will they're be Saturday night. Edwards. Yeah, Saturday night at 6 p.m. Uh, you can tune in to the pregame coverage starting at 5 p.m. Uh, from the Mountaineer Sports Network. Uh, local, other regional teams in action. The Wizards last night, they've now lost four straight after a 115-111 loss to the Bulls in Chicago. They're now 11-14 overall. Uh, the Wizards were... This was a pretty tight contest headed into the fourth quarter, and then it just seemed like the Wizards started to have a lull down the stretch. Excuse me. A game-high 28 points for Chris Tapps for Zingas. You know, he had a great night, but unfortunately the Wizards couldn't get it done, Nick. I mean, the Wizards, 
Bradley Beal, is he ever going to play more than like two games without getting injured or getting COVID and then being out for another few weeks? It's a good question. Because that seems to be like what they're paying him to do at this point is yeah. go out there for a few games, get hurt, go back on the injured list or whatever they use in the NBA, and then come back a few weeks later and then get hurt again or get COVID because he continues to you know get COVID. So it's just like he seems like he's been a waste of money and it's just everybody else is playing pretty well if you could get a star player that can you know typically average 25 to 30 points per game in that lineup the Wizards are probably good enough to win these games but since they're kind of missing him you know they have other key role players but those guys just aren't the same kind of scorers Beal is when he's out there playing so if you can somehow get him to stay healthy and, and be consistently out there, then Washington would have a chance at the eight seed. But since that can't happen, they'll be the eleven seed. This team's just bad on the road. They're just bad, Colin. They're the three Washington and nine Wizards. on the road now. Yeah. Eight and five at home. Four game losing streak because all four have been on the road. Yeah. So now that they're coming back home, maybe they finally start winning. But other than that, I agree with your assessment. At best, they're probably the eighth seed now, even though at the beginning of the season, I thought with a healthy Beal, I liked Porzingis, Hachimura, that they may be the ceiling in the weak East could be the five. But I think you're right. It's the eighth seed at best. Realistically, they'll miss the playoffs at the 11th seed. I mean, that's it's the Washington Wizards. They continue to be mediocre at best, and uh, I don't know when that's going to change, if it will ever change, but... You'd like to see them somehow get that something going because D.C. is a basketball town. They're in a basketball area in the DMV, but they just can't seem to put together a good team. And, yeah. and until that happens, you know, it's just kind of whatever about Washington Wizards basketball. Yeah. They're, They're back in action. The thing that you have that you can throw on yeah. every once in a while. Tomorrow night when they visit the Pacers at 7 p.m. The Capitals in action last night. They closed out their season-long road trip with a 4-1 to victory over the Flyers. And uh, I guess Ovechkin likes some empty net goals, Colin. That's for sure. Let's hear him. D'Angelo will circle. A minute 45 left. Hayes will dump in. A glove stop by Lindgren. And a puck coming out of the zone past Sandheim. Ovechkin out and looking toward the empty net. Gets the move on and scores! It's Alex Ovechkin with the empty net goal! 7.94! That put him 100 away from Wayne Gretzky's total. And then this next empty net goal put him 99 away. A slim chance. Provorov from the outside. Sandheim with a chance in front for Konechny. And he can't get the shot away. And now the Capitals on a break. Here's Ovechkin again. Toward the empty net. He will score! Two goals for Alex Ovechkin. And it's 4-1 Washington. Caps get the 4-1 victory there as they will host the Kraken tomorrow night in D.C. at 7. That's a week after they lost to the Kraken on the road. Um, but uh, it was a good win for the Caps. They were down one nothing. Oshie tied it. Dylan Strome put them in the lead, and that's all they needed as they got a 4-1 victory under uh, with Lindstrom in goal for the Caps. Um, or Lindgren, excuse me, in goal for the Caps. And, and that was a big win, Colin. 
It was, because now you got seven out of the 12 points during that road stand. Capitals are finally maybe starting to roll. Ovechkin now has a total of 51 empty net goals in his career, 795 in total, and 99 now behind the great one. I still think it's a great possibility that the great eight becomes the all-time leading scorer in the NHL. Oh, I definitely agree with you on that, and I think that you know the more goals he can get this year when he's still in in very good position, who's going to help him in the long run. That makes uh, sense. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to uh, Spring Mills head coach for boys basketball, Luke Samples, as well as Muscleman boys basketball coach Derek Basil for coming on. Uh, for Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully on TV as well, but on Talk Radio WRNR, Martinsburg, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah.